You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for tuning in to another hot episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. And this week, we're back with another wonderful guest. I'm talking to the awesome Michelle Siler Tucker, who is a merger and acquisitions master intermediary. And she's also a senior business analyst a best-selling author, and a lot of other other wonderful things this wonderful woman is working on. And she's going to be dropping some goods and helping us um, to just create and scale our businesses. Uh, she's also one of the founders of Siler Tucker, the business authorities. And, you know, she has a lot of great things going on. So I'll let her drop that introduction and we will jump right into the interview. So Michelle, thank you so much for being a guest. A guest. Go ahead and drop that introduction for us and we will keep it moving from there. Thank you, Kedra. Thank you so much for having me on. So I've been in this industry for about 20 years. I've personally sold over 500 companies. My business has actually sold a little over 1,000 businesses and pretty much every different vertical you can think of. So we really specialize in buying, selling, fixing, and growing companies. I will buy businesses and flip them. I also partner with business owners who have a really unique idea, but they just need help growing their business to actually sell it. In the future, so I have a build-to-sell model that I that I actually partner with business owners and help them accomplish their goals. Perfect, yeah. And I know, like, I'm I'm so excited to jump into this conversation because you guys, you know, you actually also teach what it takes to really build a sustainable business and to scale it and to get it packaged and sorted in order to sell. So I guess let's let's start with. Oh my gosh, there's so many wonderful things that we can pull from the conversation, but I don't even know. I'm trying to figure out. Let's let's start with just what it takes to actually build the business and to have it presented in a way that that is sellable. Because I know a lot of times you have entrepreneurs and business owners that go into creating a business because they're looking five to 10 years down the line to sell. But like, how do you like, tell us a little bit about how that works and, you know, create a a platform, like, if you will, just kind of give us a scenario. Happy, happy to. So every every business owner should start a business or buy a business with the exit in mind. You should all plan your business exit from the beginning of buying or starting a company because eight out of 10 businesses will not sell. Eight out of 10 businesses will not sell. And that's according to Steve Forbes, who endorsed my book, Exit Rich. So it's really important to determine from day one of starting or buying your business you know, what do you want to sell your, your business for? What is your end game? It's kind of, I call it the GPS exit model, Keitra. So when you want to drive somewhere, what do you do? You pull out your phone, you plug in yeah. a Google, Google map, and the first thing you plug in your phone is your destination, right? Exactly, yeah. You know where you're going. Yep, so you got to plug in your destination. So, you know, all business owners, they get so busy working on their business, they get so busy in a transactional, they get so busy wearing all these different hats, because they're working in their business, not on their business. So they're never really planning their business to exit. So they're driving around in circles, driving up and down all these financial hills, 
ended up nowhere because they've never developed a plan. Most business owners don't think about selling until they have to sell yeah. due to a catastrophic event, whether that's internal or external like COVID. A lot of our, you know, a lot of sellers will call me up and say, Michelle, I have to sell because there was a death in a family or there was partner disputes or divorce or health issues or COVID. I mean, so many businesses want to sell right now because of COVID because the business is not doing well. The best time to sell your business is when you're doing, when your business is doing well. Owners really need to change their mindset. You know, most entrepreneurs go into business thinking, oh, my God, this is my baby. I'll never sell my baby. Well, you will sell your baby one day if your baby is sellable because things don't last forever, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's all types of things that happen to cause you to sell. I mean, I had this, this sweet little lady call me a couple of months ago, and she wanted to sell her business. Well, she's like, I, I need to sell my husband's business because my husband, unfortunately, dropped dead of a heart attack. And so I started asking her questions. Well, how many employees does he have? You know, how long have you been in business? Does he have any um, policies and procedure manuals? And she's like, he has no employees. He has all subcontractors. It's a construction company. He's been in business for 35 years. And all he had was a glorified job, not a business. There was really nothing to sell. So therefore, he left her in debt. And it was nothing for me to sell. So I want to make sure that all the entrepreneurs that are listening to your podcast are really thinking about their business as their most valuable asset. And if you plan for that, when you're ready, your business will actually be sellable. So you really need to start the GPS exit model from day one and ask yourself, what do I want to sell my business for? And Keetra, everybody just needs to pick a number. Pick a number. Mm-hmm. So let's say we want to sell our business for $10 million. Great. That's a great goal. Whether you hit it or not, that's a great goal. Now what does the GPS model need to know? It needs to know where are you starting from? So if you want to sell it from $10 million, that's your destination. Where are you starting from? What is your current valuation? What is the current valuation? So, like, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Keisha. No, I, I was going to say, like, uh, just to kind of infuse a question with that. So do you are you working backwards when you, like, say, for instance, you, you, you know, you go into it knowing that you want to sell it. You pick the number. Do you work backwards? Or how, how do you how do you figure that out? Like as far as. Yeah, I work backwards. I mean, okay. first of all, it's it's called it's a goal. So your destination is a goal, right? You yeah. want to set a goal saying, okay, in so many years, I want to sell my business for $10 million. But in order to obtain that goal, you know, you want to reverse engineer and work backwards. Now you need to know, okay, well, where am I starting from? What is my business worth today? And every business owner should know what their business is worth every single year. You know, we all go get um, physical checkups to make sure our body's in, in good health. We drive our cars to the, to the shop to make sure that we get a checkup and a tune-up on our car. But most business owners never, ever get a, a one-year valuation checkup. Most business owners have no clue what their business is worth. Yeah. And Kedra, there are things that will, hap- will cause your business to increase in value, and there are things that will cause your business to decrease, like COVID is a perfect example. Yes. So you need to know what your business is worth every year. So let's say you want to sell for $10 million. And let's say your business is worth, you know, $2 million right now. Well, you got some work to do, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> now you got to determine, yeah. okay, well, you got to determine, well, what's my time frame? So let's say you want to sell your business in 10 years. Okay. You want to sell for $10 million in 10 years. You're currently worth $2 million. Now you need to know, well, who's my buyer is going to be? Buyers, not buyer. You always have to have buyers because if a buyer falls short, it doesn't close on a business and you need backup buyers. So I'll tell you who your buyers are not going to be. It's not going to be a first-time buyer because they can't afford a $10 million business. And it's not going to be a um, a turnaround specialist because they buy distressed assets. So it's going to be either a PEG, which is a private equity group, 
a strategic or competitor, or a serial entrepreneur. Then, Kedra, business owners need to know, okay, well, if I want to sell my business for $10 million, where do my financials need to be? Right, okay, yeah. So, where does my gross revenues need to be? Most importantly, where does my cash flow, my EBITDA need to be? EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. So, your EBITDA needs to be around $2 million if you're going to sell for $10 million. So, then you need to know, okay... Now I know who my buyers are. Now I know what the financial the financials need to look like. Now what do I need to know? I need to know what is the buyer looking for? What synergies do they buy? What characteristics are they looking for the business to have? Okay, risk, yeah. And you can do this with a million-dollar business, Keetra. You can do this with a $500,000 business. It really doesn't matter. You just have to have a plan. Most business owners don't have a plan. They don't plan to fail. They fail the plan. That's the problem. And then the last component of the GPS exit model is the why. You have to have a powerful why to keep you in the game, keep you motivated in order to sell a $10 million company. If it was easy to sell a $10 million company, we would all be doing it, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So your why needs to be strong enough to keep you in the game. And that's the GPS exit model. Then once you figure that out, then you really want to build your business to operate on what we call an exit rich, all six P's. Exit rich. Okay. Oh, man, that's a perfect segue into the book. You, you want to go ahead. Let me let you finish your thought. Okay. So, well, I was just going to go into the six P's unless you want to ask me some other questions. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's good because I'm, I'm going to infuse it in uh, here in just a second. Okay. So, so then we, so exit rich, you know, I just talked about the GPS exit model. That's an exit rich too. Uh, but the big thing that we talk about in exit rich is how to build. It's not just about selling a business. It's about building a sustainable, scalable business that's profitable. So when you're ready, it will be sellable and you don't end up as a statistic as eight out of 10 businesses don't sell. So those are the things that we, that we really, you know, talk about. Um, and exit rich. So the first P is people. Mm-hmm. You don't build a business, you build people, and people build the business. The business, okay. So the first P is people, very important. So the number one reason why businesses don't sell, Keitra, is that the business is too dependent upon the owner. If I take that owner out of the business, there is no business. I'll give you some examples. A dentist practice with one dentist. Oh, wow, yeah. If I take that dentist out of the, the business, then there goes the clients, right? There goes yeah. the patients. Same thing with a chiropractor. Take the chiropractor out of the business, there goes the patient. Same thing with a consultant. A consultant doesn't really have a business. A consultant has really a, a glorified job mm. because you take that consultant out of the business, and unless they have a bunch of consultants working underneath them, then that business goes away. So you want to build a business, not a job. Buyers buy businesses, not jobs. Yeah. So you got to make sure you hire the right people and have the right people in the right seats. And then ask the who question. Who opens the doors? Who handles client customer service? Who handles legal? Who handles accounting? Who handles environmental issues? Who handles manufacturing, distribution, transportation? You know, whatever it is, the clue is you should never be next to the who. <laughs> you need to create the business that works Without you. you okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of your entrepreneurs might be on the phone saying, well, gosh, I can't afford to go hire somebody. Mm. Well, bottom line is you can't afford not to go hire somebody. Yeah. Because if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. 
Exactly. We don't so, want that. No, we don't want that. So you got to focus on your skill. You got to focus on your strengths and hire your weaknesses. So if they can't afford to hire somebody, let me give you some tips. You can hire. You can hire a 1099. They don't have to be W two, and you can pay them as you need them. You can hire 1099s. You can also um, contact colleges because colleges all have internship programs. And interns, many colleges require an internship for them to graduate. My business sits in between four different colleges, so we have a wait list of interns that want to work with us. So you can hire 1099s, you can hire interns, there's all kinds of things you can do. But the bottom line is you as the owner can't do everything by yourself because you'll never grow the business. Exactly. Makes sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the second P is product. You have to ask yourself, is your product on the way up or on the way out? Is your product, you know, do you have an Amazon or do you have a blockbuster? There's a lot of industries that are dying right now because of the pandemic, but there's also a lot of industries that are thriving right now. So if your industry is dying, it's not time to give up and close down shop. It's time to align yourself with an expert, a mentor, somebody who's been down your path before who can guide you and maybe see things more clearly than you can because when you're in the middle of your fog, it's kind of foggy. Yeah. So you really, you really have to pivot and you know, ask yourself three transformational questions. Number one, you need to ask yourself, Amazon did this a long time ago. Back in the 90s, Amazon asked themselves, what business are we in? And they said, we're in a book selling business. We sell books. And then they asked themselves, hmm, what do we do really, really well? And they said, we do fulfillment really well. And then they asked themselves, well, what business should we be in? And they said, we should be in a fulfillment business. Those three transformational questions took Amazon from a small bookseller to a multi-billion dollar worldwide conglomerate. Okay, so that's product. The third P is processes. Your processes need to be productive. They need to be efficient. They need to be designed with the customer experience in mind. You should have policy and procedure manuals. You need to have those systems in place. And you need to make sure that your employees are trained on such. Have your SOP, standard operating procedure checklist, as well for each department. Okay, so, so far we've talked about the three Ps. People can't run a business without people. Product. You know, you gotta you gotta be in a thriving industry and if you're not then you need to pivot and then process it. You have to have those three Ps to have this sustainable, scalable business. Okay. Okay. And the fourth P is proprietary. Now this now proprietary is the highest value driver. A proprietary would get you more money for your business than any anything else. So proprietary is um there's there's six different pillars to proprietary. Number one is branding. The more well-branded your business is, as long as it's relevant in the mind of the consumer, then the more I can sell your business for. Oh, wow. You know, I say relevant because, like, Blockbuster is not relevant anymore. Nobody's paying for Blockbuster, right? Right, yeah. So the biggest brand in the world is Apple. Apple is worth $189 billion. That's just a brand. That's not inventory, assets, real estate, anything else. That's not cash flow. That's just the brand. So build your brand. The other thing are trademarks. Trademarks are extremely valuable, but here's a mistake that business owners make. They go and they say, where are you based out of, Keitra? I'm in Houston. Houston, okay. So a business owner goes um, and sets up a business in Texas. So they go check with the Secretary of State in Texas. They register their business. They get a trademark on their business name. But guess what? 
They never check the federal database to make sure that that name is available on a federal basis. Wow. And all of a sudden, you can receive a cease-and-desist letter in the mail that says, hey, you don't own your company name. Somebody else does. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? So you, it happens every single day. And, and business owners will hire attorneys, pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. They end up losing. Nobody really wins but the attorneys. Oh they end up gosh. losing. And then they have to stop using that name, and they have to start their business all over again. So go out there and spend the fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars and protect your company name. Okay. Yeah. Now products are also very important. So if you have something that's unique that you've designed, get a patent for that. Patents are extremely valuable. I mean, have you ever watched Shark Tank? Oh yeah, one of my favorites. <laughs> what do they always ask? Do you have a patent on this? Do you have a patent coming? <laughs> right. Do you have a utility patent? So you got to have patents. And then the other thing that's very valuable in contra and um, IP for proprietary are contracts, manufacturing contracts, distribution contracts, vendor contracts, franchisor contracts. The most valuable of all are client contracts because buyers want to buy reoccurring revenue. They want to buy a business that has cash flow coming in. So if you have clients, if you have contracts, those contracts are very valuable to buyers. However, the contract needs to have the two-sentence transferability clause. And I can promise you most of them don't have that two-sentence transferability clause. It says this business is transferable to a new entity because 99.9% .9 of all sales are asset sales, not stock sales. Oh, wow. The other thing that's valuable is databases. Facebook paid $19 billion for WhatsApp, and WhatsApp was hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging. But WhatsApp had a billion users. So Facebook knew they could ROI and they could monetize on that on that purchase. Was it because of like the, use, the, the user base? The databases are big. The databases. That's right. Wow. You have your databases, especially if your clients can be repurposed and retargeted, then, then that's very valuable to strategic and competitive competitors. And then the fourth P is patrons. And patrons is your client base. Who does business with you? And most companies follow the 80-20 rule where 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your clients. But here's the problem with that. If you lose a couple of clients, then you can literally be out of business. Yeah. So businesses need to focus on customer diversification, not customer concentration. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the last P, the most important P, is profits. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> we all want to make money. Right. Exactly. But profits are never the problem. They're always a symptom of not operating on one of the other five Ps. Like, I'll have clients that come to me and say, Michelle, I have a profit problem. I'm like, no, you have a people problem. You don't have the right people in the right place. And you're doing too many things. Or you have a process problem because your processes are costing you waste. And they're not productive and efficient, so therefore it's costing you money. So profits are never the problem. They're always a symptom. So that's the six Ps. That is the wonderful six Ps. And, and I want to ask, Michelle, like, as far as, like, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, or even maybe a small business owner who's just getting started, like what are, in addition to the, the, um, the five P's, like what are some core questions to ask yourself to even figure out like, Hey, I want to, you know, seek out a solid Tucker or some sort of some business analyst service to really get those projections for the future. Like what are some of the questions that you could ask yourself to take those first, first steps? 
And what are some what are some of the questions that a business owner can ask themselves before yes. they hire an expert? Exactly. Like, is there? I guess what I'm asking is, is is there like a um, any type of readiness or preparedness questionnaire or anything like that that they need to consider, or is that something that you can just kind of jump into as you plan your business uh, and kind of map things out? Like, is it is it ever too soon? Well, it's never too soon. And okay. I could go to SolarTucker.com. And on SolarTucker.com, there's there's a quiz called What Type of Business Owner Am I? Okay. What Type of Business Owner Am I? They should take that quiz. And then there's also two other quizzes on SolarTuckerAcademy.com. And those two quizzes, one is the six Ps. So as you go through each one of the six Ps and rate your business on how strong you are or how weak you are on each one of the Ps, so it gives you a good idea of what P you need to strengthen. And then there's also a, uh, another uh, another quiz on the same website, Solid Tucker Academy, called What Type of Business Do I Own? What Type of Business Do I Own? So if you own a small you know, solopreneur um, business where it's just you and you really want to grow your business, I will take that quiz and a 6P quiz because that gives you a better idea of where you are and what you need to do. Plus, you should go read Exit Rich because Exit Rich is a step-by-step blueprint and as Steve Forbes calls it, a goldmine for all entrepreneurs who are wanting to build a, a sustainable, scalable, and sellable business. Perfect. Yep. That's what it was, the six Ps. And thank you for kind of clarifying that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, I know you just mentioned Exit Rich. Um, so let's 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 talk a bit about the, you know, how that kind of helps to really help entrepreneurs to build the business. And also, I know you mentioned earlier, there's some businesses that do not sell, like are not saleable. I think you kind of uh, touched on that. Can you kind of run, run us through like what business what businesses is like, is that like a specific industry or type of business? Or is it just like, you know, if they don't have their six P's together, then of course it's not a, sell- a sellable business. Sure. So I'll cover the, I'll cover what businesses are not sellable first, and then I'll go into exit rich a little okay. bit more. Perfect. So the businesses that are not sellable are, are very difficult to sell. Now, let, let me tell you, I always say where there's a will, there's a way, Keith, right? So yeah. <laughs> even though, you know, it might be harder to sell and it might not maximize value, we might still be able to sell it. But the, but the businesses that are dependent upon the owner are the ones that are hardest to sell. Let's mm. say you have a hairstylist. And that hairstylist owns the salon, and 60%, 70% of the revenue comes from that stylist's work. And then that stylist maybe has three or four other stylists. But once you take that stylist, the owner, out of the business, where's the 60% clients going to go to? Are they going to go to the other stylist, or are they going to leave and go somewhere else? You follow me? Got it. Okay. So it's very hard to sell a business that's dependent upon... The owner, just like I said, if you if you're a consultant and you have 25 clients, but you're the only consultant, you have nobody under you. It's pretty much impossible to sell to that sell business. It, yeah. The only way that you could ever sell that business is to start adding other consultants under you, or you gotta you gotta um, the price the price of the business will be. Uh, tied to the owner and how long the owner is going to stay in the business, meaning that you cash out, you know, every month or every year as long as you stay. So the businesses that are dependent upon the owner are the most difficult to sell, period. The businesses that are not doing well and not making money and losing money are very difficult to sell. 
Um, the businesses were, the, the industry is kind of dying and they've done nothing to diversify or nothing to pivot, then those industries are very difficult to sell. Right now, and restaurants are difficult to sell because yeah. restaurants have taken such a beating, you know, due to COVID. So it, it really, you know, it goes back to the six feet. So it really depends upon... If the business is dependent upon the owner, very, very difficult to sell. If the business is not making any money, very difficult to sell. If the business is in a dying industry, very difficult to sell. So really focus on those three things. Make sure that you create a business and not a job, Mm -hmm. that the business can run without you. Make sure that your industry is in an industry that's thriving, not dying. If it's dying, you've got to pivot and do what Amazon did. And then... Make sure that you know your numbers. I mean, so many business owners have no idea what they're making out of a business. They don't yeah. know their financials. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Does so that much. answer your question? Yes, indeed. Thank yeah. you for that. All right. Let's talk about You're Exit welcome. Rich. Let's do Let's talk about my favorite subject. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> mine too. Here we go. Here we go. God is Michelle. Here we go. All right, so actually, so I wrote Exit Rich is my third book, um, and I wrote Exit Rich. My co-author is Sharon Lecter, who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki, okay. and she's been a five times New York Times bestselling author. She's also written several books in the Thinking Grow Rich Napoleon Hill Foundation, and we have some great endorsements, like from Steve Forbes, Kevin Harrington, the original Shark on Shark Tank, has written the foreword. One of my favorite all-time speakers is Les Brown. Yeah. Gave us a growing recommendation. So Exit Rich is all about what I've been talking about. All about planning your exit from day one of beginning or buying your business. It's all about, you know, figuring out when is the best time to sell and build your assets so it's actually sellable. You don't want to end up like so many other business owners that the business is not sellable, so you are for, so you get forced into selling for pennies on the dollar, or you have to close your business, or even worse, file bankruptcy. And if you file bankruptcy, in most likelihood, you're not just going to lose your business assets, you're going to lose your personal assets too, because most business owners commingle funds, and they pierce that corporate vow, so you lose both business and personal assets. So you don't want to be forced into one of those three buckets. You want to sell for your price on your terms, right? Right, And the only way to do that is with proper planning. And so that's what Exit Rich is all about. So that's why it takes you really deep into the SQGPS exit model. We talk about the seller sanity check, why and when should you sell your business. And there's different exercises in that chapter that that walks you through, you know, is this the right time for me to sell? What will I do after the sale of my business? What's the most important thing for me to consider when selling my business? Is it the price tag? Is it making sure that the buyers take care of my clients? Is it making sure that they take care of my employees? Or is it making sure that they grow my legacy? And then it also walks you through different exercises about, well, how much money do I need if I sell my business? How much do I need per month? How much do I need per year? For how long do I need that revenue stream? Um, and then it walks you through the six P's in much better detail than what I did here um, on our show, on your show, Keitra. Mm-hmm. And then it also walks you through valuations, how to evaluate your business, you know, how to look at your business based upon the six P's, how to create those synergies. Talks about the five different buyers, you know, how to how to market the business, uh, how to create a bidding war on your business so you can actually sell your business for more. On average, we're able to sell our clients' business for twenty to forty percent more than what the business appraises for. Oh wow! Oh wow! So everybody who owns a business should read Exit Rich. Hey guys, we have got to read Exit Rich because I'm telling you, I've, I'm mm-hmm. taking notes as I'm listening to you, but you have really 
given us a little bit more to think about than just creating a business. You know, this this is definitely some good gold that you're that you're sharing and we appreciate it. Um, Michelle, before we wrap up, I, I'm going to pull for some words of encouragement because I know you got a lot of good things, a lot of good gems to share. So anybody that's listening, aspiring entrepreneurs, business owners, somebody that's just kind of looking to take that next step. Like, what are some words of encouragement that you would share? Sure. And then can I tell them also where to get Exit Rich Oh, absolutely. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to have you drop okay. social media handles and all that good stuff. And I know you have some good talks coming up, too. I, everything that you could share, I'm pulling for all of it. But let's, however you want to start. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's start. So, some, some other, so, I guess words of wisdom. Um, you know, right now is, is some trying times, right? We're facing unprecedented times in, in the U.S. and the United States. And a lot of people are suffering. A lot of business owners are suffering. And my biggest piece of advice is... You know, don't get caught up in the panic. Mm. Don't get caught up in the panic. So many people panic. So many people, you know, are become so fearful yeah. that they just sit and do nothing and they're just paralyzed. Don't become paralyzed. You need to really align yourself with an expert, a mentor, somebody you trust, someone who's done it before, though. Don't don't try to get advice from people who have never done it. Mm, <laughs> don't, yes, try, don't go to yes. people who have never ran a business or never sold a business or never built a business, you know, and ask them for their opinion because they're just going to give you an opinion. They're not going to give you real advice, real counsel that you can do something with. So make sure that you go to an expert who can help you, who can see things differently. Because here's the bottom line. Yes, there's tragedy, but there's also opportunity. Everywhere we look, there's opportunity around us. And we just have to sometimes think outside the box or even throw the box away and figure out how can we pivot? How can we do things differently? You know, if you're if you own a restaurant, what can you do differently so that you can stay in business and keep your employees? There's always a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. So it's, it's very important to align yourself with the right people because your network equals your net worth. Get the right advisors on your team and pivot and then take massive action. Oh, I love it. Massive action. This is not the time to sit on the couch. <laughs> this is yeah. not the time to sit on the sidelines. This is the time to take massive action. Do you know that, eight, that 870,000 businesses were started last year between January and September? 860,000 businesses. Wow. So entrepreneurs are looking at where's the problem? What are the problems right now? Like, you know, there's so many new businesses that have been um have been started because people are looking around going, okay, well, this is a problem. This is a problem now. This is a problem now. And they come up with a solution. Entrepreneurship is all about a solution. Coming up with a solution, mm-hmm. identifying the problem and finding the solutions. Okay. So become a solution yeah. expert. Yeah. And like I said, don't, don't get caught up in the panic because that's what so many people do. Exactly. Hey, guys, if that didn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. Michelle, let, let us know. If that didn't get you fired up, your matches are all wet. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, because you have dropped the goods and you have give, given us a lot of ammunition to work with. Um, let us know where we can find your books. I know you got uh, Exit Rich, which is the newer one online. Also, for anybody that's interested in services, your podcast, you know, tell us where we can find more information about you and um, your products online, social media handles and all that good stuff. Sure. So they can, um, so everybody can go to exitrichbook.com and buy my book. We're in the middle of pre-sales right now. 
So you can get the book at Exit Rich Book. Make sure you put the word book in. So ExitRichBook.com, you can buy the book for $24.79, which is less than Amazon. And you will immediately receive the digital download. So you don't have to wait till the book comes out. So immediately we'll email you the download. Plus, we will ship the hardcover to your doorstep. Plus, you will receive a lifetime membership in the Exit Rich Book Club. Exit Rich Book Club has lots of video content and me doing deep dive strategies. And it also has documents. So let's say that you've never seen a non-compete before, an employee handbook or organizational chart or a policy procedures manual. Or maybe you want to sell your business, but you don't even know what a sample letter of intent looks like or a purchase agreement. Or you've never seen a, a sample due diligence checklist or closing docs. All of this documentation that you need to run a business and sell a business is in Exit Rich Book Club, not only for your review, but also for your download. And let me just tell you, that's about a fifteen dollars or $25,000 value right there. Oh, wow. Because if you have your attorney or you go try to recreate all these documents or buy these documents, they're very expensive. So for $24.79, you're getting about a $25,000 value. Plus, we also give you a free 30-day membership into Club CEOs. And Club CEOs is a like-minded entrepreneurial group that I founded where we do Q&As, um, hot seats, masterminds in order to help you know business owners not just survive where we are today, but come on on the other side of this and thrive so they too can exit rich. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Hey. And then all of your followers can text me. They can text Michelle at 888-526-5750. They can text Michelle or they can text Exit Rich, and then my websites will appear and all my social media will appear. All right. You guys better jump on it. You better jump on it and jump on it <laughs> quick because she'll probably be doing another... Speaking to her and all the wonderful things that she's doing to to help us, um, and like I said, the not only the big businesses but also the small businesses and entrepreneur community, which is a definite blessing. So, Michelle, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. We appreciate your time, and look forward to all the wonderful things that you have unfolding in twenty twenty one. Thank you, Kedra. Thank you so much for having me, and thanks to all of your listeners for tuning in. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.